30 or 40 years ago. Why this interest in the historical Jesus? And the answer is, without Jesus, we have nothing. Some people, rather naively, think we have an idea of God. But we don't. What we have are the speculations of a few old Greeks that have been baptized. Everything is neat and logical. God is all-powerful, God is all-knowing. But what we find in Revelation is that God's ways are not our ways. So the odds are, if it seems logical, then it's probably exactly the opposite. See, there's no logic into saving the human race by means of a crucified criminal. If you wanted to efficiently to save the human race, then baptize Julius Caesar or Augustus. Someone who could take charge. Someone who could commission his legions, the 46 legions, to go out as missionaries. That would be the efficient, logical way of doing it. But that's not what we have. That's why the historical Jesus is the focus of revelation. We know God only through the physical personality of Jesus of Nazareth. It's not just intellectual curiosity about an individual, but who God is, how God operates, is revealed in and through Jesus. Nowhere else. So that the more we know, the better the conclusions we come to. There's only one definition in the New Testament of divinity. In the first epistle of John, we're told that God is love. Now, no philosopher ever came to that conclusion. For them, God is all-powerful, God is all-knowing, Love doesn't come into it. But of course, that is what is revealed by the life of Jesus, a life that was totally given over to others. That's why the question of the historical Jesus is not just an academic issue. It is fundamental to our whole theology. Now, we have four Gospels. And it was recognized very, very early that they don't all say the same thing in the same way. Perhaps one of the first biblical scholars was called Tatian. He was from Syria, and he tried to combine the four Gospels into one. This is his famous Dia Tesseron. Immediately he recognized that he had to make choices. As we'll see, the baptism of Jesus is recounted in three different ways by Matthew, Mark, and Luke. You have to choose, or you have to pick from each and combine, so that the theoretical problem 
of the Gospels was recognized very early. But in those sensible days, it was solved in a very simple, humane manner. And this was formulated best by St. Augustine, who said that in his experience, any group of eyewitnesses of the same event would tell different stories. That was the way he reconciled the differences in the Gospels. This story about this miracle impressed Mark rather than Matthew. Matthew was more attracted by certain sayings of Jesus that didn't seem that important to Mark. This was the way the differences in the Gospels were reconciled. And that remained for the best.